So we thought it would be good just to give you a bit of a reminder as to what we're looking at, just in case people are diving in sort of for the first yeah. time today or, you know, the week's gone by. and yeah, catching it later or something, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we've been looking at the passage in Mark 8, 14 to 21. And just a reminder as to what that is. So the disciples um, are basically in the boat with Jesus. They're just coming back from an incredible miracle of the feeding of the 4,000. Um, a couple of chapters before that, let's just remember, they had been part of the feeding of the 5,000. Um, so they've seen some incredible, incredible miracles um, of provision. And uh, yet they are in this boat looking at one loaf that they've got and they're starting to panic, aren't they, Andy? <laughs> Going, <laughs> there's 13 of us and we've only got one loaf and, and, and jesus is talking to them about the leaven of the pharisees and herod they think they think that he's talking to them about the fact they only bought one loaf so they're missing the point completely <laughs> missing the point completely and uh it becomes a little bit of an uncomfortable passage really when jesus starts to starts to challenge their thoughts and their attitudes and um, comes across a little bit as, as a rebuke really like quite mm challenge to them um because effectively he's saying you know do you still not get it and it's like yeah. you know, you've seen me provide you know on two occasions to thousands of people there's yeah. a of us in the boat i think i could probably multiply it enough for the you know one <laughs> i could sort um, lunch <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and so we really have been looking we, we've been using this passage to look at how um you know, really how we can relate to the disciples in this and how it's about transforming our mindset. It's about starting from a different place when we face these yeah. challenges or when we face things um, that, that that are a challenge to us. We we start from a different place. We start with heaven's mindset. We fix our mind on heaven, heaven's kind of perspective of the situation and not on the earthly situation around us. And so that's what we've really been grappling with over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, and just their obviously their inability to process productively the experiences that Jesus was giving them, wasn't it? They just hadn't impacted them internally and rewired them, like you're saying, mm -hmm. it hadn't hadn't produced that increased heavenly mindset in them. That it, it looks like that's what Jesus was expecting. You know, he he fully expected that two massive miracles like that should have changed them fundamentally but it yeah. obviously hadn't and they'd be it had been spiritually un, unproductive so that that is the area we've been looking into and what does it mean to uh, have our mindset shifted and, and and start from not from the lack which is obviously what they were preoccupied with or the uh, the need but start from a different place it's what jesus seemed to do he starts from having access to all of heaven's resources of, 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 uh, of walking from that perspective. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to say hi to a couple of people. Matty's on, Mark Spicer, Dave Bell. Hi, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, feel free to comment or chuck questions in as we, we go. We're, we're, we're going to try and bounce off of what came out of the discussion groups last week a little bit aren't we joe so yeah we've got some of the feedback from the discussions which we realized we're, we're not quite long enough but it got got people thinking which which is good actually there's a bit of a theme i think as we were talking earlier joe isn't there about let's 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 process let's let process mm. let's marinate let's chew on scripture let's let's wrestle with the truth a little bit and let it affect yeah. us rather than watch it like a movie and then we've forgotten it the next day kind of thing so thanks for joining us today, guys, in this chewing process 
of truth. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I'm just imagining a cow chewing chewing the grass and regurgitating it again. You know, <laughs> chewing the cud. Yeah. So yeah. But we did it though, didn't we? We just brought it up again. <laughs> this is what we're we're dealing with. What we're we going to do next, Joe? I've forgotten. Um, yeah so I think you, you really had helpfully kind of we, we'd looked at some of the feedback from the groups and, yeah. and as you were mulling and and mulling yeah. over sort of what has what's coming out of the discussion I think you pulled on five kind of key points really that we were gonna that we were gonna work through yeah, yeah. With so the, kind of corporate yeah so there was a corporate thing with reminding one another of testimonies and you know to, to help one another remember because obviously or and remember in an appropriate way uh, that that was one, and we'll come back to these. That was one, and we'll we'll start with that in a sec because one of the questions was around that. Then then I'd got just remember our personal uh, role of, of of working on remembering the right things, uh, and then meditate, and then imagine, and then emote. Those are our yeah. five things that we we're, we're going to talk around today, all based on the same thing: moving our mindset allowing ourselves to be truly affected by the things that God has promised, the things that are in his word and the things that he's done. So he communicates to us on all of those fronts. We have promises, we have prophetic words, we have scripture that speaks to us, we have the scripture that feeds us, we have experiences that he gives us and they're all there. We want to we value them highly and process them well. So there was a, back to the corporate, which is a really big role, the sort of role of testimony, isn't it? Joe, there was a question popped up around that. I don't know if you've got that there. Yeah, let's just get that up. I think um, really there was a question around sort of uh, the balance between empathy and standing in faith. Was it standing in faith or? Yeah, speaking the truth in love. Speaking I think. the truth in love. Yeah. Yeah. So the balance between kind of, and, and I guess what we took from that, hopefully we've sort of understood it correctly, but was how someone you know a friend may be going through a situation and you kind of want to stand alongside them in that and you want to empathize you want to sympathize with their situation but also the balance between that and and maybe pulling them out of an earthly mindset and setting their mind on heaven's yeah. mindset and, and speaking the truth in love and, and how do we do that really well and and I guess there is something about um you know we both have sort of thoughts on that around obviously we're called to live in relationship with one another and, and we are emotive beings and yeah and actually there's something about being sensitive to people's situation in the moment but also we're called to be a body that works together to kind of help pull people out of um, and encourage and, and and you know we were talking about the word encourage actually yeah you had some great insight on that courage. yeah place courage inside of someone yeah. um and so yeah, really, you know, really just knowing the power of being part of a body. And I think this is where testimony or knowing someone well or knowing what God said to someone. And yeah. corporately, we can draw on words, which maybe the person in the moment can't see it, it in that moment, because actually they're just living in the raw reality of disappointment, grief, whatever, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Um, but kind of sensitively, really helping people to... To, to remember and to recall, which, you know, we'll go on to that, but remember and recall some of the words or, or the promises God's given. Yeah, and I know I was the way he deals with me is, you know, if I'm in a bit of a hole emotionally and I'm fed up and I'm, he'll get in there with me, but he does no intention of leaving me there. I was, I was telling you, I, was, I remember gardening one day and I'm, 
I can't remember. There was something that was getting me down. And he often speaks to me in the garden. I think your mind is a bit off on other things. And I just said, clear as anything, it was like Holy Spirit said, well, well, I'm in a good mood. Whose mood are you in? And I've actually used that as a preach phrase sometimes. Like, it makes you think, doesn't it? Well, yeah, God is in a good mood and he's in me. So what I'm feeling and, and so on. Yeah. And, and yet you're right. There's this challenge or balance because, you know, we, we rejoice with those who rejoice and we can mourn with those who mourn. And that it, there's a there's a place for standing with someone in their their loss absolutely but the it, it, even uh, there's a bit where david is grieving grieving after saul and god comes to him and says it's time to stop uh, you, you know uh, you have to be very careful with that one because the process of grief is a very important one but yeah i, I think it, it's that i think you raised it having the relationship with the person the goal is always to put courage in them, I think, ultimately to build them up and not not let one another languish. But yeah. if it's a genuine grieving process, you can't short circuit that in an unhealthy way. No, no. and I think it's recognising that we're on a journey and the journey doesn't have to be a short journey. The journey is a long journey and actually we can take time yeah. in the process, can't we? And I think really the importance is to be to tuning our ear to heaven and tuning our ear to Holy Spirit in all conversations that we're having people and just saying, you know, God, what are you saying in this moment? And what's the right timing? And what's your perspective on this? And and sometimes he can give us his perspective, but maybe it's not the right time to speak it. But a couple of weeks later, it will be the right time. And and that's really where going on the journey together um, for long haul is really important. You just don't just fly in and fly out of these relationships. You're in it for the long haul. It's really important that we're not scared to speak the truth, though. And like, yeah, all right, it may clash with a person's current trajectory, but that's where it's even more important that we we put in courage and we, yeah. uh, you know, that that we actually bring maybe even a, a correcting word. I was just <laughs> just making me smile seeing best comment. Yeah, was the fish salted or did they have barbecue? Yeah, I really don't know. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> um, but it is great to try and imagine, great the, to imagine scene the scene that feeding so many people with fish. I hope it wasn't raw. I'm not a big fan <laughs> of that. There's a Dutch uh, version of, of raw fish that they have just with salt and onions on it. Oh, I've tried it. Didn't, didn't oh. And Lucy's got a great, I remember return reconnect. Yeah. I think that maybe fits with, with, with where we're going to explore, explore next a little bit, particularly the kind of remember, remember aspect. Yeah. So Lisa, keep those comments coming if there are things that we're sort of, you know, we're missing in 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 that. Yeah, um, yeah, it's really good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I love really this. Good. I love doing this together. It's so, I know, Lucy. Um, so that that was the corporate thing, the the absolute value, and almost there's a responsibility on us all, isn't it, to to raise the corporate temperature of our of our faith and expectation and help the the bodies, the mind of the body remain more more, more yeah. heavenly than earthly. Um, yeah, so that- and also just remembering that I guess this year has been challenging, hasn't it, in terms of isolation and maybe feeling slightly disconnected and just the really? importance of really continuing to tune into um, relationship and small groups or, or church yeah, yeah. connect as a body because, you know, we're not, we're not, that we have a huge onus on ourselves for our spiritual development, but we're not also not called to do this alone. We're called to do it with the body and we're richer for it. 
yeah and it's so encouraging encouraging like from a hope church point of view more people are connecting to small group through zoom that's mm. definitely been a growth thing and i think it would encourage that you know there's now three ways you can connect there's, there's small group there's this kind of thing the sunday offering which we're trying to be creative about and now we've, we're experimenting with some smaller in-person meetings as we're allowed and yeah. observing that social distancing they're a bit weird and there's, there's actually one tonight i think there may be some spaces in the hub but just finding ways to connect and corporately encourage is is vital right now yeah um so our next point was remembering wasn't it um yeah so I, I think what what's constantly strikes me about this passage in it's mark 8 starting at verse 14 if you want reminding it is how really they're supposed to remember what had already happened to them and god is so good to us that he speaks and he gives us things before the event uh, yes. so i've been saying to people recently so important to look at what was god doing in your life what was god saying to you before you knew a thing like covid existed or before pandemic hit because he was getting us ready he was giving us experiences but we have to remember them. It's an act, it, there's a proactivity. Mm. Uh, otherwise, the pressure of the moment just can, we can just lose it. We lose perspective. We're just trying to deal with the now. And I wonder if that's a bit of what's happening with the disciples. You're like, oh, it's bread. When they've lost, they're not remembering, really. They're not. Mm. And uh, it's Psalm 103 talks about you forget not all these benefits. There's, there's a, uh, and I'm so struck, I'm, honestly, I, I'm a bit of an, I like the news. I mean, Teresa thinks I'm a total saddo, but I want to know what's going on. On the other side, honestly, that we are awash with bad news. And mm -hmm. I don't know about you, Joe, but I've discovered it's a lot easier to remember the bad news than the good news. Um, well, it seems to be the way our brains are wired. We remember the criticism, the positive, the positive things that people Yeah. Think. Yeah, 10 positive things are said and one good. And you remember, but I think we've got to, you know, you were talking about neural pathways. I really think there is a job we have on to rewire them and work at remembering the good. You know, mm. set your minds on the things that are above. Think about what is good, acceptable, perfect. It's, it's Philippians yeah. verse. Um, but it takes work. I just found it too easy to remember the negative. But our job is to remember the promises remember scripture remember the events the like he's saying these miracle events were meant to have taught you something they weren't just events to get excited about they were meant to have had a transformational effect yeah i think that that's a another key to us is is create just sitting down if necessarily or driving our car go i'm gonna remember yeah, I'm going to dig out. Journaling is so help, helpful because you can look back and go, if you've forgotten, you can look back. This is what he said. Yeah. And that actually someone in one of the small groups had commented that um, having this state of mind of thankfulness and gratitude mm. um, mm -hmm. is really important um, in that because really good. you need to remember the things that God is doing or that you're thankful for. And it, and it takes you into a different, into a different place. Um, yes. And I know that there's that, I'm trying to think what it what it is, but the um, quite a it was a monastic kind of discipline, um, where they recall the day, 
at the end of the day, you recall your day and you work through your day, but you remember that part of that is to remember points that you are, that you're thankful for and that you're... Yeah. Okay. I, I, there's something to learn there, isn't there? Um, yeah. I know I have to... I mean, when we were starting to see healing breakthroughs, I remember I was praying. I wanted to, to be regular. I remember actually praying, God, when are you going to do another one? And he's like, what do you mean? Remember that one? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's three things that happened in the last two weeks. But I'd literally needed the Holy Spirit to remind me. And it is the job of the Holy Spirit to bring to mind as well. So that dependency mm. on, on him mm. is important. And then linked to that, we had meditate. <clears throat> um, so we're not meant to deal with God the way we deal with the latest box set. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I, I quite like being able to, but you know, get through a box set. What do you call it? And you can just sort of watch three or four on the run, and you know, every every episode has got something that leaves you hanging. Especially yeah. on Netflix when it's like countdown, ten seconds. The next yeah. episode will start. <laughs> but you know, you really quickly forget the last lot of experience. You move on to the next one. Are we actually meant to meditate? I mean, Joshua one eight. Mm says this book of the law, so it's referring to scripture, shall not depart out of your mouth, but meditate on it day and night. And yeah. I think you can apply that across to all that God says and does to us and for us. And it literally means to chew, to ruminate, to growl over. I think it was one translation I read. It's like, oh, like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, get excited. Yeah articulate the thing interrogate and, and uh, I think that's quite important in this process as well yeah definitely um I you could have a look at that there's been a comment come up there just while I recall something that in our small group last week I really loved what Lydia um Spicer brought to our group when she said um she has a discipline of uh taking your thoughts captive and it really struck me and, and it actually reminded me another person in another small group clearly was talking about the, the three second rule. So the three second pause, yes. so you think something, something comes into your mind, you, you take your thought captive or you have that three second pause. And it doesn't mean you don't have the thought. It doesn't mean we're perfect and we never think kind of in mm. a way or have earthly challenges because that that's the reality of the now and the not yet. We, we live in that reality but it's choosing where that thought lands and it's choosing whether you're giving that thought authority or whether you're saying, no, you know, this yeah. may be how I might naturally think but this is not God's perspective on the situation. And so I'm going to, I'm going to let that one go on. I'm going to push yeah. that aside. And I think the tool to this, which is what, you know, some in our group, we were talking, we were linking that to the importance of knowing truth and, and meditating yes. because when you know your scripture and when you might not know it, totally you know word for word but you know the gist yeah. of what you're saying you can actually recall scripture and combat a negative thought or a negative lie or something with yeah. truth and the power of that is you know the truth is a weapon isn't it really when you look at the the armor of god and the sword of the spirit and, yes, it is. and the word we can use we can use truth that we that we recall and we remember to say okay i feel like this so i was thinking actually about um the the disciples they're stuck with one loaf and actually it says in philippians 4 19 doesn't it? and my god will supply every need of yours according to the riches of his glory in christ jesus yeah. and 
just recalling scripture and bringing it to the situation can help us to shift shift that perspective. Yeah, yeah, it can, and I think it's important that we don't brush even brush over that. You know, that's a beautiful verse, isn't it? But what the heck does that mean? You know, I've been thinking about it off and on forever, but somehow God can move the resources that live in heavenly places in Christ into the physical realm. I'm like, wow, it's you know, sometimes yeah. we quote these verses so quickly that <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, of course. Well, wow, how is he gonna do that? So yeah, I, I love that. The Freddie's comment, thanks, Freddie. That's a good good like pull into mind of, of that we were talking about of the family experiencing God's love yeah. before COVID nineteen and now realizing that's never stopped. That's absolutely that is the point. I think it's not stopped. In fact, if anything, it's intensifying his activity for us in these really challenging seasons. Yeah, yeah. Shall we? Shall we move on? Just yeah, to, to imagine. Imagine. So he, here's a here's here's a one that that we here's one we came up with earlier. Um, so, so sometimes we're a bit scared of our imagination because we are thinking we're going to move into make believe. But what if God gave it to us so that we could imagine what's really true? So, so for example, you may not be thinking or feeling the presence of God, but he is there. So we imagine he's there. He's actually lining up our thought, thought life with the reality of the presence of God. And you may be in a really sticky situation, but we know that he is for us. We know, you know, Romans 8, classic, wonderful verses there in the second half of Romans 8, that nothing could separate us from the love of God, you know, the height nor depth, and, and, and all of that, and, and that, that, that nothing, not only can nothing separate us from his love, but God, since God gave us his son, will he not give us with him every good thing, and that he is mm. for us, therefore who can be, those kind of, start to imagine that that's true, even if it doesn't, feel that it's true right now isn't make-believe it's actually tuning into tuning our imagination to something that's really true and when I do that I become much more aware of the presence of the Lord of course he's here of course he's in me he's, yeah. and he's with me but using my imagination not to imagine something that isn't true but that is true yeah absolutely and we had that great um I think it was a hope family uh, service where they yeah. talked about sort of um you know, allowing God to shape our imagination. Um, yes. I'm, I'm sort of, I'm just recalling kind of what we did, but, you know, how we had those, that moment of, we had, I think we had a soaking session. Mm. You know, they, they, it was a led, they led us into sort of the presence yes. of God and allowed our imagination to imagine yeah. where Jesus was in that, what he was doing. And actually I've, I've had some incredible experiences where, you know, I've just spent some time with God and I've allowed him to lead me to a place and talk to me about what he wants to talk to me about or give me a gift, you know, in, in my imagination, but actually gen genuinely sort of, you know, speaking to me through that, like giving me a gift in, in place of, of something and, and speaking into the situation that I'm in or whatever. And he's, you know, I think he's made us, he's made us body, mind and spirit, like we were talking about. Yeah last week and there's something about bringing you know you, you made that really great point in uh, that passage fix your mind on um yeah. and about how it's not just fixing your mind on heaven you know the translation is actually about fixing your mind your emotions your 
yeah. and everything on there. And so fixing our mind, our imagination, our emotions, our, our being on heaven yeah. and him is really important. Yeah, it's it's that untranslatable word. It's um, set your mind, Colossians 3, on things above. And it's set your reasoning and your feeling, set your thinking, feeling faculties on that reality yeah um which kind of ni- nicely that, that, that nicely links our, into our final point of that wasn't uh, even uh, planned no it's nice segue there joe we're getting better at this i think um <laughs> it's just uh, we called it emote or emotions um similarly to sort of connects to the imagine but that that colossians verse is pointing to the wholeness of our being so it's not just imagining but it's allowing ourselves to feel heaven's realities uh, and i think it really ties in with the point joe was making when we we're doing the teaching out of ephesians 4 it says that the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes put on the new nature created to be like god and the nature of god within us and the nature of god to us is righteousness it's peace and it's joy and uh, and and jesus labored in, in in his sacrifice to bring us into rest and those are those are those are realities those are experiences that are ours not that we have to work for righteousness peace joy rest uh, and by rest i don't mean falling asleep i mean that moving from that place of wholesome mm-hmm. peace through life and just sometimes it's good to just sort of sit back and sink into that cloak of the new nature the allow our feelings to be affected by jesus in us and and he's at peace all the time even in the middle of covid he's at peace he's in joy all the time even in you know the most dire circumstances yeah and it reminds me of the we were looking at the fruits of the spirit in our ephesians series and you know i made the point that um you know the first three of those those fruits is love joy and peace which is the sort of the internal state and they come from abiding abiding in him abiding in the vine from that passage that i love in john 15 about you know abide in me and i will abide in you and how as we abide in him and we you know it in in his world there it's love joy peace and like you know like you say like peace righteousness and um you know that that is his state of being and if we can connect into that um the rest then follow don't they the rest in our lives follow because we're we're able to abide in that yeah and i i think that's so important that we see that as a gift so like the the, the John passage is you abide in me as I abide in you. So he already is abiding in us. Yeah. So we're not working for this. We are sinking into it. We're being, the Holy Spirit is applying it to our, our feelings so that we're moving into his reality yeah. uh, and out of whatever earthly reality we are currently experiencing. And we all need that. You know, none of us live in this all the time. Yeah, I like, I like what Lucy was posting up. Can this yeah. lead to visions? Absolutely. It, it, this is sort of like gateway to spirit realm uh, because that's where we are as we start to meditate on that realm and, and allow that realm to be an increased reality for us in our experience and thinking. 
yeah, visions, dreams, prophetic encounters, just naturally a part of that, I think. Definitely, definitely. That's so how are we doing, Joe? I think we... Yeah, I think I think we're coming, we're, we're landing this. <laughs> for a while, I wasn't sure we were even going to make it with the, the, how long the other one went on for. I was like, gosh. Uh, so I don't know if there's any other questions out there. have been great comments coming yeah. up, guys. But if there's anything else you want to flag up, do it now. Otherwise, we, we're just going to close this. We don't want to make it too long because then it will sit here and it will get shared, hopefully, as a podcast on the website and other, other people can access access the material. Um, so it's been really good to interact with you all. Yeah. Um, be good to just as like if just in case any other comments coming out just you know Andy I don't know if you would be happy just like praying for us and this just in part oh, what you really chewed on and you know impart that to us as we look at how how we do this in the day to day. Yeah let's do that. Yeah so Father thank you that that thank you for this abiding in us. Thank you that we haven't got to figure out how to get into you. You've figured out how to get into us. Thank you for the gift of righteousness, the gift of peace, the gift of joy that is ours. And that when we start to think about you and let our imagination roam on these realities, we're not we're not in the world of make believe. We're in the world of, of true reality of who we really are, where we really are, who you really are. And and I pray this week, this day, that we'd all be uh, more filled with peace, more uh, actively joyful not because we're yeah. working it up, but because we know you already did the work. Yeah. And, and our, our minds would just keep remembering and imagining you're with us because you are with us. And, yeah. and, and everything you've said, Holy Spirit, help us. You are the teacher. You are the one who brings to mind. Uh, help us right now. Remember what you've been saying to us to get us ready for this moment. Yeah. Amen. 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 <laughs>